Hello, Podless. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. On the way, as I like to think there always is, there's lots for you to consume and mull over. But I will explain why this has made it to the introduction of today's podcast. <coughs> I thought the stories were told to frighten children. Enjoy. <laughs> Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio as we mark the middle of your working week. And we're doing it in style because on the way, your chance to win a mug. The only piece of merch that this show has. Yeah. It's exclusive. It's black. It's ceramic. It's got Wix written on it. And it could be yours as we play the wiki quiz. Let's get the ball rolling. Uh, good morning, team. Your names are your buzzers. This is from the world of television. In paragraph four, sentence two of this person's Wikipedia, it reads, This person was the keyboardist for punk rock band... Pop, oh, not punk rock, I was thinking that's a typo. Pop rock band D-Ream, a group that had several hits in the UK charts, including... Oh, Dyson. Yes. It's the guy who does the space programmes, isn't it? Well, that's one way. Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Glenn. Uh, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Professor yeah. Brian Cox, Professor Brian Cox, Brian Cox yeah. Punk rock band D-Ream. Punk rock. <laughs> they were not <laughs> no, It's because I'm reading aloud at 11 minutes past six again. It mm. says pop rock. Uh, more of those on the way. Uh, I've got to go to the dentist today. I always get a little bit of um, anxiety, not about my teeth being in bad shape. Because I do look after him, I think it's important to do that. Because I've got a tuna and sweet corn sandwich for breakfast this morning. You can't do that. That was bad planning. I I know. But, but, Emma. Bought in some toothpicks. Oh wow! Some dental so give myself forces. a little okay. Give myself yeah. a little clean up before I see the That's hygienist. Very good of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you guys ever go go that far? Would you stretch that far to help your hygienist well, have what's a pleasant the point? experience? The hygienist is supposed to clean your mouth. If anything, I want to give them some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> so just oh, God. I see one of those people who deliberately leave the hotel room really messy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just because yeah. it gives the made something to do. Oh no! no it's I'm that attitude that's made this country great. I don't buy into the whole hygienist thing anyway. It's like I brush my teeth twice a day. You know, the whole you have to go to the dentist once every six months is uh, uh, something they got away with for years in the 80s. I don't think it's true. Have you been listening to um, the David Icke podcast? <laughs> <laughs> is, that what, is that what he's talking about now? The lizards told us to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And now it is time for another one for the team here. Just before we give you with the big wiki quiz question that wins you the mug. Got two separate entries from the person's Wikipedia. Your names, your buzzers. In paragraph 49, it reads, Alessandro Del Piero described this person as Italy's lucky mascot during the 2006 FIFA World Cup, which, of course, if memory serves correctly, Italy won that mm-hmm. World Cup, didn't they? OK, in paragraph... What world is it Film or TV? Music. Music. Sorry. Good point, oh, mate. Um, Thanks for doing it so publicly. Um, Dyson. <laughs> Dyson. Is it the guy we just heard, the aforementioned Noel Gallagher? It is Noel Gallagher. Right. What? I was going to say Embrace, who did the official song <laughs> for the World Cup that year. <laughs> oh, wow. That would have been, that would have made oh, more yeah. sense to me. Why did Del Piero say that about Noel they Gallagher? Loved, they love Oasis. They loved Oasis, so they certainly did anyway, didn't they? And I'm sure he was at a game or something. Right. Got vague memories. Got head butted by Zidane in the final. Yeah, and he went into the dressing room yeah. and spoke to saw them after or before or something. They couldn't understand a word he said. Yeah. <laughs> it was pointless. <laughs> I just want to hear that embrace song from that tournament. <laughs> yeah, we'll be playing that at some what point. Was it called? Can you remember what it was oh, I've got no idea. Oh, that was the official one, and the unofficial yeah. one was Kasabian did a cover of Heroes, and that was the one oh. that that was the one that the public <laughs> took to a bit more. Um, this Friday, of course, we take your request. Get it in if you want to hear it. Um, the other thing we had from Noel's wiki is paragraph. 
paragraph 53. This is the most Noel Gallagher thing ever. In 2008, he sold his home in Ibiza, located near fellow musician James Blunt, saying in an interview, I can't stand living there in the knowledge that Blunt is nearby making terrible music. <laughs> That's so Noel Gallagher, isn't it? Going yeah. through stamp duty, yeah. the Spanish property people. Everything. Just a total chore, just to not be near <laughs> Blunt. Uh, right, coming up next, we have one Wikipedia entry from the world of music that can win you a cup. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show and Absolute Radio, home of the Wikipedia quiz. For many, just a chance to uh, tickle the old grey matter early on. For others, a chance to win a mug should you get in touch at 8, 12, 15 with the answer to whose Wikipedia have I extracted the following clues from? Team... Bear in mind, this one's for the listeners, okay? So okay. no jumping in. Oh, I like yeah. your enthusiasm, but yeah. come on, let someone else. Well, Matt's have a usually go. the only one who gets it right. This well, is your beat the intro, isn't it, Matt? Yes. Very much well, uh, your beat the intro. By the way, a little update on that embrace song. Oh, uh, please do so. Earlier, we just had listened to it. World at your feet. Oh, who could forget? It was just well, like I did. It. It, was, <laughs> yeah. it was just uh, like an embrace song from the time that they sort of just used for the for the sake of Danny McMamara going full Danny McMamara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was all right. And weirdly, Dan, who works in our office, is in the video. So that's a strange thing. The lovely just Dan. Found out Why is morning. he in the video? I don't know. Apparently, it was filmed in Brighton, and he was. Just just living in Brighton. So they got yeah. a load of England shirts on and just a load of young <laughs> yeah. men just walk around. Fact, it's a strange video because it's, weird, it's loads yeah. of England uh, people in England uh, tops just sort of striding down the street Walking confidently down. and I think that had very different connotations in 2006 than it does in 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of England. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we'd gone back to a good place after <laughs> yeah. the dark days of the 80s and now we're, yeah, no, there's a good point, Glenn. That's, that's some, yeah. Good yeah. point. Barbara, well, congratulations to our friend producer Dan yeah, on being amazing. in the video. Very nice. Okay, the wiki quiz. From the world of music, in paragraph three, sentence two, it says, This person once competed in the sport of boxing at a high level in South Wales. In paragraph 20 of this person's Wikipedia, it says, This person is a Leeds United fan and once gave Wayne Rooney a Leeds United shirt for his birthday. Whose Wikipedia is it? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time to give away a mug. On the Wikipedia quiz, a couple of incorrect answers, but nothing worth writing home about slash broadcasting to you. In the main, you did very well. Joining us right now on line one is Shelley. Hey, Shelley. Hi, Dave. How are you? Very good. How are you? I'm fabulous, thank you. I'm currently standing with a top hanging off one arm. I was caught mid-getting dressed. So. Oh, right, OK. Well, thank you for the imagery. That's nice. What are you getting dressed for? What are you up to today? Anything exciting? Yeah, I'll have to work this morning, early finish today to spend with the dogs this afternoon. So, oh. yeah, that's about it. A half-clad listener off to spend the afternoon with some dogs. Just Doesn't go back get any indoors better. and you'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Shelley, would you like to be the proud owner of a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug? I would like nothing more. OK, in that case, tell me whose person's Wikipedia I've extracted this from. Paragraph 3, sentence 2. Once competed in the sport of boxing at a high level in South Wales, and this person's a Leeds United fan who once gave Wayne Rooney a Leeds United shirt for his birthday. Who is it, Shelley? It is the very perfect, very beautiful Mr Kelly Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it is Kelly Jones. Congratulations. Well done, Shelley. So, uh, you're, you're a fan, I, I take it? I am. I do love him a little bit, yeah. The fact this was the answer sure. to the quiz has got nothing to do with you being half-naked right now, has it? <laughs> I, I, uh, unfortunately not, no. Right, OK, good. Um, have you ever met him? Uh, I haven't, no. I'm very close to him and I have stalked him a little bit, but um, I've got close enough to smell him. 
But pesky security always get in the way, so that's like, it's, almost like, it's almost like they know you and they're on to you. It's uh, strange. Terrible, yeah. Um, what does Kelly Jones smell like, Shelley? He just smells... Beautiful. He smells of whales. Not actually. Oh, he smells of whales. Creatures. Not the sea creatures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He smells of blubber. He smells. So <laughs> 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 really. Shelley likes her men. No, more sort of more leaky. <laughs> bit more yeah. leaky. Yeah. I want. I want the voice of an angel and the smell of blubber, and then you put yourself, oh, yeah. Mr. Shelley. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take care of yourself. It's been lovely having you on the show. Wow. It's been fabulous to talk to you. Thank See you, you later. Take care. There we go. Of course, Shelley Jones. All makes perfect yeah. sense. Very Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's time for Matt Dyson to socially arm you. Ooh. Matt, across social media and the internet, what's going on? What do people need to know? Well, we'll start with some real water cooler chat for later on when you're at work, because everyone's talking about it, aren't they? The couple that won the lottery money. Congratulations to them both. Yesterday, yeah. Wow. They won, what, they won 105 million, wasn't it? Uh, and the, we, me and myself and producer Mark were talking in the uh, office earlier about whether or not if you won, you would go public. Because you can decide, you can just keep it to yourself and not do the champagne shoot and everyone knows about it and then all the begging letters come. I wouldn't want to. I, I think I would, I would keep it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's impossible if you've got £105 million, pounds, though. Well, that's what they say. That's what Camelot say. Word will spread, so yeah. you might as well But on their public. big anniversary, they needed to have a big win, didn't they? They needed to yes. be a kind of well, good, great, decent working for, couple. It's great know. for Camelot, yeah, isn't it? Because it. it shows everyone can win. But the other advantages to going... Because uh, I wondered if you got more money, maybe, if you went public. You don't need any more money than 105 million, more, do you, but, Matt? Yeah. So, but what you get from Camelot are yeah. um, a private banking representative can visit you at your home and discuss additional services. Uh, a panel of independent legal financial experts can meet with the winners, giving them advice on where to put it, where to get no, the most interest. Because no, no, no. as soon as you've got that much money in a bank, you're making interest money every single yeah. day, aren't you? Mm. But you can hire, Amazing. though. You can hire. This is the thing. But Understandably, this couple have never had 105 million pounds before. But you can hire those people yes, you independently. Could you can walk into yeah, any yeah. private bank like yeah. Coots or whatever and go, hello, I've yes. got 105 million yeah. pounds. And they go, exactly. sir, please come <laughs> on in. You know when he's yeah. to go, oh, by the way, this yeah. boat's got 105 million you pounds. Don't need you can go and get that, that stuff yeah. on your own, but they're not to know that, yeah. are they, in fairness? And, uh, Camelot say another plus point about going yeah, go public on, is, is <laughs> they'll put you in contact with previous winners. Oh, oh, ask, oh. That's what they're advising. Let's have a big old new money party. Mikey Carroll, the lotto lout. Oh, yeah. Just buy those big rings. He could yeah. be in your front room. <laughs> so Go public. I mean, what, what a great advert for keeping it. What to a yourself. way to end their PowerPoint presentation <laughs> as well. So basically, there are no plus points about going public that no. I can see, and that's just made it seem. But I think nice. they've been hoodwinked a bit there. Yeah, I think they might have been. But uh, congratulations to them. Well, oh, absolutely, they're now, brilliant. They're now richer than Chris Martin, Gareth Bale, Ronnie Wood, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, uh, Emma Watson, and Harry Styles. So they got more money than all. That's of just us. who they're going to be hanging out with now. Yeah, that obviously, works? yeah, I'm not they, sure they, they all become friends now. What was yeah. lovely about that as well, because obviously no one ever gets to see that many zeros, and he thought he'd won £150,000. Yeah. And was already thinking about how this is going to be a life-changing amount of money and what they're going to do with it and get a new house, because all the kids share a bedroom. They've got three kids, it's worth pointing out. Yeah. And it wasn't until he noticed the other zero uh, on the end yeah, that wow. everything fell into place. Amazing, well amazing. done. Uh, the other story that's big on the social media platforms this morning is uh, Werner Herzog. Flesh uh, yeah, Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> the legendary uh, film director, uh, the, the German uh, German film director, quite an eccentric character turned actor. He's in the new uh, Star Wars TV drama, The Mandalorian, which I haven't seen yet. I, can, I don't know if we can see it here yet. I think Do we have access to 
Disney Plus? I think it's being streamed on the Disney streaming mm. service. It is, yeah, yeah. It's a Disney Plus thing. Yeah, yeah, has it? Is, is, it, a, is it a Boba Fett thing? Is it a kind of, I think Fett so. Thing? It's, yeah, it looks, yeah. looks like it. Yes. Anyway, in that, he's, he acts in that, Werner Herzog does. Werner Herzog did a great film about a man who lived with bears. What was he called? Oh, Grizzly Man. Grizzly Man. Yeah. yeah. That's got, that's, isn't really, that the one with a harrowing ending? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also ate his own shoe once. Oh, did he? Yeah, he placed it on and he said, if you do this, I'll eat my own shoe. And I think they did, and then he, yeah. There's also footage of him on YouTube um, getting shot, and he doesn't react in any way. He accidentally got shot, I think, by like a stray bullet somewhere, and then he sort of goes, I appear to have been wow. penetrated by a bullet. <laughs> and he's just so absolutely calm. fine with the whole... Yeah, he's uh, utterly insane. How did he eat the shoe? Did he cut it up into bits? I think or? he had it, like, cooked, and then he just sort of ate it. It was like a subject <laughs> of a documentary, up, yeah. What? The guy's crazy. You, could, you crazy. could bake it into some kind of shoe pie, couldn't you? Shoe pastry, yeah. Shoe yeah. 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 pastry, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. But anyway, so now he's, he's acting in this new Star Wars show, and there is a, a puppet of a baby Yoda... Right. Which looks very cute, to be fair. And the directors were talking about, oh, I'm not sure if we're going to use this actual animatronic puppet. We might just do it as CGI, which is the modern way these days with most... Uh, <laughs> At which most point he just slipped off his other shows. shoe and went, don't make me yeah. do it. Well, <laughs> almost. He's gone off on one because he loves that baby Yoda puppet oh. so much. And he said, he said, you are cowards. Leave it. <laughs> do, don't you dare touch baby Yoda. And apparently there's an article uh, in Vanity Fair which goes into detail about how much Werner Herzog fell in love with Baby Yoda on set. And uh, one person working on it said that he'd fallen in love with Baby Yoda and he'd forgotten it wasn't actually a live creature and started sort of directing the baby, this Baby Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Werner was talking to Baby Yoda as if it was a real thing and, uh, and, uh, and said, I'm just like, how did I get here? How did my life end up like this? The person said when they were watching Werner Herzog talking to a puppet of Yoda and he says it's that he fell in love with baby Yoda and he, he shed actual tears spending time with baby Yoda so if they turn it into CGI he will kick off is there someone we can call for him yeah I mean don't touch baby Yoda is the takeaway message from yeah, this surely exactly. yeah but I, baby Yoda looks very very cute I'm sort of with him on that I'm not with him on the shoe eating <laughs> and there the lesson ends Let's do it right. So, Glenn was telling no lies. One small alteration to your story, he got shot by an air rifle mid-interview. Um, he's talking to Mark Camogue, legendary film critic and um, broadcaster and our sister station, Scala, uh, when the director, Vernon Herzog, um, gets shot. Um, and, <laughs> and this is that moment. Germany, uh, I've somehow left the paved road. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about my films. For example, what's so this should, th- sorry, this I literally sh- just happened when we were standing outside on there, camera. and there was a noise, and it was a whiz. And you just said, "I've been shot." You had, look, you're yeah, bleeding. Yeah. I think here somewhere. Yeah. Look, you, I mean, that's a, that's a somebody sh- shot at you and created a wound in your abdomen. It's not, not significant. <laughs> that is a lesson in grace and composure. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he carries on with the interview. Such a professional. The amount of people I've seen in this industry would lose it over their coffee yeah, being yeah. like room temperature exactly. or not. Yeah. 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 The amount of people you've seen in this industry would be a shot. <laughs> <laughs> By air rifles. Yeah. It's a common occurrence in broadcasting. It really is. Uh, so there we go. That's uh, Vernon Hotskov's star. Bless <laughs> <laughs> you. Star of the social ammo. Uh, coming up next. Well, it's Wednesday, so it's Cool Badge Day. Have you got to unpin the Cool Badge and hand it in? 
I think you have. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it is time to hand in the cool badge. So many of you already getting in touch, including Aaron Walden, who tweeted us, saying that he went washing machine shopping on the weekend, and me and my partner both called a particular washing machine sexy <laughs> due to the dial Dear. clicks being quite erotic. <laughs> We're both handing in our cool badges to you today. Outrageous. Happily received. Online one, we've got Dom. Good morning, Dom. Morning, Dave. Welcome to the show. So your cool badge handing in incident starts with what you have described off-air to us as the holy trinity of supermarkets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. So, um, yeah, so recently moving back to the UK, I've had to decide on my supermarket allegiance. and Ooh. It's a big decision. Started off with Asda, yeah. which was great, loved it. Was surprisingly moved to Aldi, uh, which was also fantastic. It's like Goldilocks, this story, Dom. Funny about it, yeah. Recently moved, moved to Lidl. Lidl? And, uh, Ooh. Yeah. Only, yeah. You only get to the ones with four letters in there. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Sainsbury's yeah. is just too yeah. taxing. It's, it's too many letters. Exactly. So you've moved, from, you've moved from Aldi to Lidl. That's the most recent move since your return to the UK, Dom. That's correct, yeah. And you're handing in your right. call badge because you were leaving Lidl on Saturday with your three-year-old son in the trolley, and you said... I said, ooh, isn't this a lovely roller? <laughs> with regards to your trolley? <laughs> oh, the trolley, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're, we're always helping each other out. It's very early in the morning. So even the trolleys here have excellent rollers, Dom. <laughs> Oh, that's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to take your call badge or give you mine. I don't know where we're at now, Dom. Um, but, Dom, listen, welcome home and happy shopping. Lovely having you on the show. Thank you very much. Cheers, Dom. Take care. So there we go. If you could try and contextualise them for us, that would really help. 8, 12, 15, or you can tweet your call badge to us at Absolute Radio. I'm going to have mine in right now. Uh, so I went into a children's bookshop yesterday because yeah. my reading's really improved. <laughs> um, <laughs> went into a children's bookshop yesterday because what they do in there is they do little classes for babies and toddlers and I want to start uh, doing that kind of thing with Evangeline because nice. that should be one of the many things that I now embrace because I finish work early because you of the nature of what yeah. I do mm. instead of just like the old days, you know, like going to the cinema or popping in for an early beer. I mean, I don't want to be doing that anymore. I want to go to a baby and toddler class. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went in there and um, I was talking to the lovely owner and she was saying what was on offer and she also said oh and you might be interested in this there's a kind of there's a, a baby and toddler theatre where there's a proper performance put on and beforehand you come along and you play and then the, the show is all interactive and then you play a little bit afterwards and I said that sounds lovely she said unlike the other things we do unfortunately um, there is a fee for that it's £8 because it, it is a working touring theatre company right. and I said to her and whilst I believe the sentiment in it I don't believe anyone should ever say this out loud I, oh god <laughs> I said to her she said eight pounds you know sort yeah, of, yeah. and I said well we must keep the arts alive and in your pretentious well Sandra we yeah. simply must yeah. keep the arts alive yeah. oh wow I can't believe you said that I said that I don't oh. even think I know you anymore no <laughs> even though you just said it I can't hear you saying no I know it's like an, another out of body experience I keep having keep them the arts alive Sandra we simply she said stop calling me Sandra 
on, just not my name. You must. We must keep the arts alive. Very Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Oh, Sandra, we simply must. Simply must keep the arts alive. I can't wait to see how you get on with this travelling theatre company. Legs Akimbo Theatre Company. I mean, when I went to parent toddler groups, we always have to sing along. So you're going to have to sing with your baby. But I reckon if it's a if it's a travelling theatre group, you might have to get out there and do some improv or something. Oh, Sandra, you simply must kill the arts. Change my mind on the arts. The arts must die, Sandra. I'm keeping my eight quid. Dave, they've recently tarmacked all the pavements in my area. I was out for a stroll with my wife, and I found myself saying aloud, these pavements are nice and smooth. But that's not my call badge moment, says Kevin. My call badge moment came when, as a slightly overweight 45-year-old, I followed that up with, if I was a skateboarder, I'd be well happy. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) We simply must keep skateboarding alive, Kevin. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So our friends with baubles, Wix, want you to win the ultimate Christmas party. The feeling is there's so many deserving workplaces up and down this country of ours and, unfortunately, not all of you get a Christmas party. No. There's so many reasons as to why. Mm-hmm. Mainly because you're working so darn hard at what you do mm. that you haven't got any time to organise it or any budget because yeah. you've got a stingy boss. These mm. monies must go elsewhere. And Wicks want to change all of that. They want to take your workplace, all of your f- loved ones that you work with every single day and put you in a venue that they're going to hire. Then they want to put a whole load of money behind the bar, they want to supply a whole load of food, and they want to supply some live entertainment. And we're not just talking about the X-rated version of Five Words, Five Grand that I'm going to be hosting for your workplace this coming Crimbo. We're not just talking about Matt Dyson spinning a biro around his thumb. Oh, no, 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 no. We're talking about a live gig for you at your Christmas party, courtesy of Feeder. Feeder performing at your Christmas party. All you need to do, and you have been doing, is go to absoluteradio.co.uk to tell us why you think he deserves the full Wix treatment. And on line one, we have Nell. Good morning, Nell. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, thank you. Well, how lovely having you on the show. Um, I've got your email here. Uh, You guys are the Guildford Safeguarding Investigation Unit, helping vulnerable young people and adults alike. This can often lead to um, very demanding uh, shifts, including six hours overtime per shift. (laughs) That's nothing. (laughs) That's nothing, right? So you went in with the low numbers on the email. Well, that's... I did. That's uh, that's a long... I feel embarrassed doing a four-hour live breakfast show speaking. 
summer like yourself now. It really puts everything into focus. Um, you talked about a previous Christmas party you had, which involved, and I'm quoting here, um, a watery curry and a pub <laughs> quiz. <laughs> yeah, that was that was last year. Um, it was five pounds for the quiz and an additional one pound for the curry. Oh, dear. I'd rather it the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Oh, we uh, simply must keep the curry alive. <laughs> I mean, when, when the art should be kept alive, but the one pound curry must die. Um, so, okay, now, so how many of you are there? What numbers make up your team at the Guildford Safeguarding Investigation Unit? Um, in total, there's around 50 of us or so. Okay, well, we could be partying hard. You big feeder fans? You like a little bit of rock and roll? Um, uh, I am. Okay, well, that's all we need to know. <laughs> You're the person on the phone. That's another 49 people going. Oh, actually, they're quite good. I could get into these. Um, so, Nell, I never get to hear the reimagining of a Christmas classic until I play it, and we're going to be playing it next. It's like a little special treat that I afford myself. I don't go pre-fading it, as we, uh, as we say in the radio <laughs> business. But I hear from executive producer Mark that yours is very, very good indeed. And in fact, he said that there may even be a professional opera singer involved what? in your one. So he's been dangling the carrot for me. Is there a professional opera singer amongst your ranks? Uh, yeah, we do have um, Arseb, who deserves a name check, um, had a big involvement in this, getting dragged in yesterday afternoon. Right, okay. so there's there's someone who, who actually sings opera, and who else is involved? Is it the whole is it the whole fifty of you, or did you select no, a bunch? No, it wasn't. Um, there were a lot of people who shied away from it, um, but there were some. I should also mention Jess actually, because she helped write some of the lyrics. Uh, wow, <laughs> Jess! There was about um, about six of us, and that included a chief superintendent as well. Chief Superintendent, mm. oh. an yes, opera singer, and a lyricist named Jess. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? I think everyone's appetite has been whetted. We're going to play it next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Those angels at Wix think that one deserving workplace should win the ultimate Christmas party. And here on The Breakfast Show, we are fully behind that idea. Last year's was a hoot, and this year's could be even better. We'll get a nice venue, we'll book a DJ, we've got Feeder playing live, we'll pay for everything, there'll be food, there'll be drinks, it'll be great. And joining us right now, online one, is Nell. Nell, you still there? You excited? I'm still here. I'm really excited. Okay, Nell is representing the fine work and folk at Guildford Safeguarding Investigations Unit. I'm so excited to hear this myself. As I say, I don't listen to them ahead of playing them for the first time, <laughs> um, so I get the experience that the listeners get. Mm. Um, so, who's the opera singer again? It's Feb. Eb, okay. <laughs> Lyrics by Jessica. <laughs> chief inspector on this as well, did you say, now? No, chief superintendent and also right. my, uh, my DI's on there as well. And the DI. Okay. Here we go. While you're eating turkey crowns on the day of Christmas, <laughs> well patrolling in your towns, keeping all you fearless, brightly flashing our blue lights, fates are on their way. Hoping that there'll be no fights, just food and drink all day. us when you are warm, sat right by the fire. We could be out in a storm in our blue attire. Brightly flashing our blue lights till 
security guards not singing Love Actually. He's got an amazing voice. Uh, Nell, you're being compared to the Christmas classic Love Actually. How are you, how are you feeling about that? Do you know, someone else said that exact same thing yesterday. Did they? Wow. Yes, I did. Well, it's very impressive, Nell. Uh, we're going to be picking our winner of the Big Wicks Christmas party on Friday morning, so stand by your phones. But for now, do send our love and keep up the good work at the Guildford Safeguarding Investigations Unit. Thank you, Nell. Thank you very much. Take care. Speak to you soon. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. On Absolute Radio, where next Wednesday, well, one of our lovely stations, one of the eight, turns ten years old. Yes, Absolute 80s is going to be a decade old. And to celebrate this fact, well, all of our colleagues here at the radio station have got things going on. Exciting things. Champers and Leona will be counting down the songs that you voted, the top 100, of the whole entire 80s. Now, I voted for mine, but because we're in an election period, I can't say who I voted for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must register to vote, though. Yeah. Um, good good advice. Um, we're going to be giving away £80,000. One of my colleagues is going to have the great pleasure of doing that, giving you out there £80,000 to celebrate 10 years of absolute 80s. Um, the whole thing kicks off on Sunday night when Sturge is going to be in conversation with a legend from the 80s, Andrew Ridgely from Wham, which wow. is just amazing. But we've got nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, how are we marking the occasion? What are the breakfast show going to do? Yeah. And that's when it dawned on me. Movies. Yeah. We voted for our songs, so let's talk films of the 1980s. And a film I have a strange relationship with, because it's not the best of the four. Everyone knows The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is the best Indiana Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Best to last. But... Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is a yes. very special film to me. I remember buying it, might see my nan used to come and visit us on Christmas Eve and she stayed for the Christmas period. And on uh, on Christmas Eve, she'd take us to um, a shopping centre in Woolwich in South East London and my little sister and I would be able to pick one gift. And when I got Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom on VHS, it was one of my favourite ever Christmases. Wow. And I played it till it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Um, so, I want to focus on that movie. And... I don't want to focus on Harrison Ford. I don't want to focus on the director, Steven Spielberg. I want to focus on the real hero of that movie. Matt, I think you know oh, where I'm well, going with it. <laughs> well, you are obsessed with this film, and it is a great film. It had all the action sequences, but you're weirdly obsessed with the little prince from Pankot Palace. You mean it? his supreme yeah. highness, the Maharaja of Pankot, Salim yes. Singh? Yeah. I think that's who we're talking about here. I thought the stories were told to frighten children. I thought the stories were told to frighten children. <laughs> I thought the stories were told to frighten children. How do you become him? <laughs> I assure you, this will never happen again in my kingdom. And I assure you, this will never happen again in my kingdom. And I assure you, this will never happen again in my kingdom. So he says that. This is weird karaoke, karaoke, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Maharaja karaoke coming to a bar near you soon. So that, of course, comes from the legendary scene where Indy, Willie, and Short Round have been told 
to go to Pencop Palace and bring back the stone. Yes. So I get to Pencop Palace. That's where they have the meal. That's where they yes. have the meal and, uh, well, the very uh, famous dish. Yeah. a monkey bring. <laughs> Arrive. Oh, yeah. But the thing Legendary. about the Maharaja of Pancot is he has got, in my opinion, one of the greatest redemptive arcs in cinema history. We love a redemptive arc. We love a redemptive <laughs> arc. And so what I'm proposing here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as we celebrate Absolute 80s Turning 10, is a movie that came out in 1984 and starred one of my favourite ever movie characters, the aforementioned Maharaja. Yeah. Is... Can we find the actor who played him? Okay. 8, wow. 12, 15, because he doesn't have an online presence at all. You know those things that pop up from time to time that say, like, uh, the little Maharaja, you never guess what he looks like now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he off, doesn't have one of those. He's gone off the radar. He is. He's, he's off green. I mean, he sounds like he might be English, or maybe that's acting in, in the film. But we don't, we, don't know where, we, we don't know where he comes from. I'm ashamed of what happened here. I'm ashamed of what happened here. <laughs> There's a bit in this movie where, like, Indiana Jones is tied to a giant skull yeah. and the Maharaja has got a voodoo doll of oh, Indy yes. and starts to hold him over a fire. Oh, yeah. We'll I want see. that guy on the show! I don't want to get that show. I want that guy! Yeah, we could get Harrison Ford, no problem. Of course we, we could. We get Spielberg, this absolutely. Is the hidden gem. This is what we want. Uh, he, has a, he, has a t he has a roll around on the cobbles, to use a phrase from East London, mm. uh, with short round. Oh, yeah. The, a child yeah. actor on child actor. Yes. What's not to love? Come on! It's Six Degrees of Sing. Oh. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Chilled a monkey brain. So, next Wednesday, Absolute 80s turns 10 years old. And lots of my Absolute Radio colleagues are doing lots of very, very cool things. You can check out the full schedule of what we have planned on our website, absoluteradio.co.uk. What I've decided to do here on The Breakfast Show, with your help, is track down the true star of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And that is, of course, His Supreme Highness, the Maharaja of Pankot, Zalim Singh, played by actor Raj Singh. Mm. It's six degrees of Singh. It's the Maharaja Manhunt. <laughs> we've all been waiting for <laughs> 8 yes. to 12, 15. Already so many of you getting in touch. Thank you ever so much for doing so. Hello, Dave and the crew. Elaine from Somerset here. The International Movie Database says Raj Singh appeared in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom in 1984, Cranty in 1981, and Agnipath in 1990. Well, Elaine, thank you for that. That was my first port of call when I went online, and that's a different actor named Raj Singh. He went on to be like a Bollywood director, that Raj Singh, yeah? Matt knows him well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I knew we were looking for that Raj Singh. Matt's got him on speed dial. So, someone here, Josh, says uh, Raj does impact wrestling in the Desi Hit Squad. I'm sure that's not right, is it? That's not, that's, that's not him. That's not him either. That's not him either. No. Um, it looks like he's the bass player. Now, that we've got lots of these. Yeah. Looks like he's the bass player in a band called Arkham Wick. Says Joe. Um, Kane here, Raj Singh actually is part of Arkham Witch as their bassist of Doom. <laughs> Hi, what? Dave. I can help you find the little Maharaja. I'm a huge fan of Doom metal band Arkham Witch, who describe themselves as old school heavy metal slash Doom infused with Lovecraftian horror, tales of mighty barbarians and festering evil superstitions. Raj Singh used to play the bass in them. No way. Check out their Facebook page, says Ryan. Um, then, so we go from being the bass player in a 
a heavy metal doom infused Lovecraftian horror band to um, someone saying that he's the um, air traffic control coordinator for United Airlines and lives in Chicago. What? That person is Simon in Leatherhead. There's a few different lines of inquiry here, though. Well, someone else has got in touch about Arkham Witch, saying he doesn't appear to be part of the band anymore, but that might be a good starting point. I thought the stories were told to frighten children. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not frightened, Maharaja. <laughs> I think this might be a good lead for us. It sounds like Arkham Witch might frighten people, <laughs> to be honest, with their Lovecraftian horror tales. We're going to go down an Arkham Witch wormhole tomorrow on the show. Oh, yes. And we are going <laughs> to find my Maharaja. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It is time now, as we hurtle towards the end of ten years, yes, the end of the decade is upon us, for me to try and save your Email me, you have been, and I love you for doing so, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. There's something you can do with just a little bit of help with as we approach January the 1st, 2020. Then this is the breakfast show for you, as I say. Email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And joining me right now on line one, we've got Richard. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Dave and team. Lovely having you on the show. Um, I've got the email you sent in in front of me here on my screen. (laughs) It says, hello, Dave. Uh, My beautiful wife is about to pop with our first child. So, firstly, congratulations, Richard. And uh, your wife is Joanna, I believe. She is, yes, correct. Well, this is just wonderful. And when's the little one due? 2nd of January. 2nd of January. So you're going to go large on New Year's Eve, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how are you feeling about becoming a dad for the first time, Richard? Not too bad. I've had a few months to uh, for it to sink in. Yeah, that's normally how it works. Oh, you've been listening to the yeah. Dad Pod? I have. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for downloading that, Richard. Has it been of any help? A little help, yes. Okay, sure. a little help. I mean, that's why I started doing it, because I need a little help when I became a dad for the first time. I mean, yeah, it won't really dawn on you how it's going to change your life till about three or four months in, and then you'll suddenly realise... And then BAM! (laughs) (laughs) Trust us, that's a piece of dad advice for you. Uh, So, your conundrum is is that you've got some tasks that you're happy to undertake, and they're the usual things you say, cot building, DIY decorating, all of that stuff, which is fine. But you've also promised, Joanna, a rocking chair for the nursery, and you say you're struggling. You try to use your usual thrifty ways by looking at second-hand items, which hasn't gone down well, and you want me to save your decade and your marriage and all future relationship Rolodex pain by sourcing one and giving it to you. (laughs) That would be a massive help. Yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle. I must have looked at about 50 or 60 different rocking chairs. I'm no closer to getting one. Okay, Richard, what, what I've done is I've put together a, a collection of my favourite rocking chairs. <laughs> and I do have a favourite rocking chair. <laughs> yeah. And I've got more than one. Mm. So I've put together a, a mood board of rocking chairs. Really? Yeah, <laughs> for, you and, for you and Joanna to look at. I'm going to email that to you. Pick the one you both like the most and let me give it to you as a gift to you and the family as a kind of uh, happy new baby gift from myself and everyone on the team. And and enjoy enjoy being a father and being a family. It really is a wonderful thing. And thank you for tuning into the show, Richard. Thank you very much, Dave and the team. Much appreciated. That's our pleasure. Take care. We'll get that to you right away. So there we go, Richard, talking about the dad pod there. Has it been a help? A little. I mean, you can't get that kind of consumer feedback, (laughs) can you? A little. I mean, let me subscribe, rate and review. It could help you a little. (laughs) Breakfast Show with Wix. Black Friday deals. The Geneva Oak Veneer Door was £80, now £65. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. 
particularly those of you who are helping me with my hunt for the Maharaja. Yes. If you haven't got a clue what I'm talking about, download the podcast. All will be explained. And I'll be doing some pretty creepy impressions of a small boy. Um, you can download it from all the usual places. What are we going to call it? Well, inspired by one dear listener named Shelley, who said, He smells of whales, and I don't mean the sea creatures. That was a contender. Uh, Werner Herzog and the Stray Bullet. Oh, yeah, that was good. That's an incredible story that came from your social ammunition, Glenn, uh, Glenn Naldatow. And finally, and I think it's going to have to be this one, because by putting it out there, it can somehow help me deal with the shame that this is something I said aloud in a children's bookshop yeah. to the owner. Sandra, we simply oh, must yes. keep the arts alive. <laughs> we simply must. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you ever so much for tuning in once again. Know this! We will be back tomorrow, 6am. Enjoy your Wednesdays. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.